Welcome to Alphabet Fly, it's like Marvel Journey, where I go through a fish book, the Marvel Universe, with guests we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, with me today is someone who is big, big boy. It's Faith. It's me. I'm so tall. I can reach the top shelf at the grocery store. I'm unstoppable now. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a character uh, called Atlas. Um, do uh, do you know who Atlas is? Uh, is this like the mythical Atlas? Nope. Okay. Uh, then I know nothing. Okay. Wait, well, is it related to Ayn Rand? No. Thank God. Okay. Continue. <laughs> it probably maybe read Ayn Rand at one point. It was like this is a good idea, but then was convinced otherwise. No. Don't worry, Don't. He, he, he stopped being a teenager at one point. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, that's ex- that, that's acceptable then. Yeah. No, we're talking about Atlas, uh, the the superhero? Uh, the, the superhero. Um, the superhero. Yes, yeah, so... Wow, I looked him up. His costume has not changed. No, it's... <laughs> it's like it's his yeah. boots got a little less wonky. That's about it. Yeah, it's like big A across, or, or like across the chest or well across the torso. Uh, generally has pauldrons. Uh, you know, A on the forehead most of the time. Though that's the one that I normally think of. But a uh, pirate boots, which is always good. Oh, uh, sexy, sexy pirate boots. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so Atlas, uh, the reason why I'm having you on this particularly is because we're going to uh, eventually, after we're done with uh, Over and Smith, which is, you know, our Lovecraft podcast, we're going to be doing a Thunderbolts podcast. And he's one of the oh! founding members of Thunderbolts. Oh! Yeah. And he also has a lot of history. Uh, but that's because... Uh, he was a like grade A henchman who turned into like a, a decent like you know a decent hero. So, uh, so yeah. So his name is Eric Stefan Stephen Stefan. No, Stephen. It's not Stefan. Okay, <laughs> Eric <Yes>. Stephen <laughs> Johnston. Oh, uh, yeah. Aliases is Intruder from Beyond. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I feel like is every intruder because it'd be weird if they're. Intruder from inside. Yeah, I feel like the definition of intruder requires you to be from beyond. Yeah. Uh, Edward uh, Jansen, Goliath, Smuggler, Power Man, and once impersonated Shattersmith. I mean, Shattersfist. Um, He was the first Power Man, and I think... Uh... I don't think he was the first... When did he do... Okay, when was he Goliath? Let me see. Um, I think I remember him as Power Man. Kitty. Apparently, he was uh, Goliath in 87. So, still around the time when we had the uh, Ant-Man. And uh, it would definitely be after... Because uh, I think the fourth Goliath was technically Hawkeye. Oh, really? Or, yeah. Well, there was a time where they're just like... 
why don't we just give you some pin particles and you like get real big? Uh, what if you instead shot of shooting out the bow and arrow? arrow. <laughs> what if no, no, he didn't have arrows. arrows. You got big. <laughs> yeah, like, like that a... sounds like a nice break. <laughs> and it did look like he was in BDSM gear. Um, <laughs> but... We're gonna put this gimp suit on you, and we're gonna make you big. Well, no, no, you no, 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 no. Not gimp. Any... Not gimp. Not oh. gimp. More like leather daddy. Oh. Yeah. We're gonna. So. Yeah. You get to be a leather daddy, big, and you don't have to shoot any more arrows. And he's like, "That did last nice. long." It did last long, obviously. <laughs> uh, but he was Goliath for a little bit. And also because he's blonde and blue eyes, it was a little hard to tell him apart from uh, Hank. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, man, do they have same face syndrome for a really long time. Yeah. Um, which is why I think they often drew him with his uh, with their mask on. Like even when they were like even when they weren't wearing clothes, because it'd be hard to tell. Like the difference between like like Cap, uh, <laughs> Hank Pym, and like Clint, like all apart, like at glance, like it'd be like, yeah, that's the same man. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> imagining them butt ass naked, but they're wearing their masks. There's examples of that. I'm like, not joking. Like there you are walk examples into, of that. You walk into a room, they're all butt-ass naked, you're like, I can't tell any of you apart. Put on your masks. <laughs> they do. There's, there is a, there is a uh, somewhat infamous panel, or I would say well-liked panel, of a plant <laughs> naked going across the screen, uh, and he, his, his junk is covered by his mask, oh, basically. Yes, I, yeah, it's from the... Um, the Matt, uh, what's his last the name? Fraction and Nausea. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's from that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you can't, there's, same face syndrome's bad, uh, I would say. I feel like we're a lot better, that artists nowadays are a lot better at drawing faces different for people <laughs> without the masks, but. Oh. That's me. That's me. Uh, so, yeah, so, um, his identity is publicly known. Uh, he's a former licensed superhero, adventurer, maintenance man, professional criminal, mercenary, dock worker, and soldier. Uh, has a U.S. citizenship with, uh, with a criminal record pardoned. Is from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, again, we need that Midwestern rep with the, uh, <laughs> with the accent. <laughs> uh, because, you know, why oh, yeah. not? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Every time, go watch he, the Packers. every time he like bumps into a building, he's like, Oop, every single time. <laughs> every single time. Uh, so, um, known relatives, Kurt and Anna Johnston, my parents, dead. Uh, Carl Johnston, <laughs> brother, dead. Conrad <laughs> Johnston, smuggler, brother. Uh, but not a smuggler. Well, technically... Smuggler brother, Bro- but also capital oh. S smuggler villain, comma brother, but also okay. technically a smuggler brother. Brother you know. smuggler? <laughs> no, 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 no. Smuggler brother. Smuggler slash brother. He puts it on his business card. <laughs> but he's also a smuggler brother, a brother who's a smuggler. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and also uh, Lindy Johnston's sister uh, dead. So really just oh, a oh lot my of. God. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, fun. No wonder he's a criminal. His only living relative is a criminal. 
so group affiliations, formerly Thunderbolts, Master of Evil, Magia, Lethal Legion, Mandarins, Aminions, Emissaries of Evil, formerly partner of Dallas uh, Royden, and uh, Swordsman, and that would be the uh, Jacques uh, Ducanis. So, so yeah. Lethal so, uh, Legion. Yes, Lethal that Legion. Rad. It's they they get beat up a lot. It's uh, <laughs> it was it was basically like the Masters of Evil, but for the West Coast Avengers. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, which let me tell you, real uncomfortable reading that nowadays. Uh, a lot of racism. Uh, oh <laughs> no! Yeah. Uh, like, it was done by the bad guys, so, like, you're supposed to know that it's done by the bad guys, but also they didn't need to lay it on us thick, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a whole thing going oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah, we, we might get to it, but basically, like, uh, the Grim Reaper, uh, Necra, Mandrel, Manape, or Umbaku now, because they actually turned him into an actual character. Yeah. Uh, and Ultron, um, and uh, Black Talon, I want to say. Dang! Uh, all team up. Now, most of those characters are black, or they are black with uh, albinism in the uh. term of Necra, and Grim Reaper is a little racist. Oh! <laughs> oh. So, oh, no. let's say that. Uh, let's just say he says the, the words uh, almost, let's just say he uh, said to the one with albinism, Necra, hey, I like you because you're not like your, uh, you're not like your brother. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's a little gross. That's uh, a perfect moment for a blanket party. But yeah, so uh, education is high school dropout uh, slash military training, which means not much better than. High school dropout, but now you can shoot a gun. Uh, ooh. Yeah. Which is something you don't need to go to the army for, it turns out. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can become a police officer. Yeah. Uh, so, the f- they first showed up, and this is their first appearance as Power Man. Ish- the Avengers issue number 21 in October 1965. The Bitter Taste of Defeat. And this is a this is definitely a cover before they knew how to do, like, consistently... I don't know, I don't... Okay, I don't want to say there's bad covers, because there are good covers. This one just seems to be very rushed, this one. Because uh, you have you have the... Uh, at this time, um, the, the oh. new group of Avengers. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, these are all... Uh, as you will notice, it's uh, Hawkeye... Uh, Wanda and Quicksilver, uh, and they're like, ah, something's going on. And Captain America, I like how Wanda has her like hand on her forehead, like, oh, getting a case of the vapors. Uh, so she, so uh, at this time, those three would have been former villains. Hawkeye being a Ronin before, but they're former villains, and like, uh, Captain America's just like, hey, give them a try. Um. And you have, like, Kirby stuff happening in the background. Just Kirby technology. Yeah. Uh, and you have in the foreground, just real real big, like, like posing. Like, be like, hey, what's, what's going on? Power Man. Or <laughs> who is also going to be Atlas in the future. He looks like he doesn't know how to stand. 
Like, he looks like he doesn't know what to do while he's on camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is his stance so wide? His outfit is like, I mean, it's a choice for sure. <laughs> it's not a good one, though. Like, like kind of flowy I, legs a little bit. Like, the, like there's like the legs are flowy. He's wearing pants with underwear over them, but not like the tights with underwear. Like they're pants. Yeah, yeah. Like he it looks like he's wearing normal clothes. Like he was wearing like some normal pants and a shirt, and then decided to put like a leotard over it exactly. with pauldrons on it. Yeah. It is Cal makes it look like he has like really short red hair up top. But no, yeah. it's just a bad design on top of his cowl. Uh, uh, it looks like he has Bart Simpson hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, this is... Uh, and uh, let me get to the thing where I say... <laughs> One moment. And uh, he was created by Stanley and Don Heck. Uh, let's get to it. So he's a career, career, blah, 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 career criminal turned like wavering would be hero. He lived had lived much of his life as like a small time loser trying to be a big man. Growing up in, in his farms, uh, family's farms outside of Madison, Wisconsin, he became a troubled teen who like ran with a bad crowd. But his kid sister, uh, like Lindy, like idolized him and was killed in an automobile accident one night while oh, trying Jesus. to follow Eric into town on her bicycle. Well, um, yep. Damn. That sucks. Uh, blaming himself, he ran away <clears throat> from home and joined the army. Uh, he was caught smuggling and ran again, becoming a mercenary. And desperate and directionless, he, like, he joined a private army of infamous super criminal Baron Heinrich Zemo. Uh, not Helmet Zemo, Heinrich Zemo. Whose like, brutal discipline restored like a sense of purpose and order in Johnston's life. And Intensely grateful, he became, like, a fiercely loyal to the Baron. And uh, when Zemo died in battle with Captain America, Johnston fled to South America, to the South American jungle, uh, surrounding Zemo's uh, headquarters, hoping to uh, evade capture. So, really just sounds like a dumb guy who just needed, like, you know, a, needed a... I don't want to say daddy, because uh, I, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Firm influence. <laughs> Let's say that. A stern and uh, firm I, influence. I like daddy issues better. Well, he definitely is daddy. But no, but like, I, the thing is, is like, I almost exclusively use daddy as, uh, as like, uh, you know, Dilf. So. Oh, I see. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah. You, you, you shouldn't want should to doink a Nazi either. No. No. Don't, don't doink Nazis. So Zemo's ally, Amora the Enchantress, soon like seduced Johnston into like serving her. Oh. And using uh, Zemo's ionic ray machine, which like previously transformed Simon Williams into Wonder Man. Uh, she gave Johnston superhuman strength and durability, uh, dubbing him Power Man. Then they basically were like, yo, let's beat up the Avengers, but their plan failed and the Enchantress like just left Johnston after the failure. Uh, an embittered power man soon turned to crime, forming a long-term partnership with a fellow super mercenary, the Swordsman. And that's the guy who trained Hawkeye and also uh, led him on his uh, uh, crime 
thing beforehand. Also, okay. future Avenger swordsman. So, battling the Avengers versus as agents of the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, then a brainwashed communist pawn, or was she Robeth? good use this is good use yeah. <laughs> so um they were defeated by a swordsman's own protege uh hawkeye uh later serving the red skull uh you know mm, uh eh? yeah uh the duo was bested by captain america after that power man and swordsman began working in a larger group that they fought in an earlier incarnation they fought an earlier incarnation of alpha flights as members of Eggman's Emissaries of Evil, embattled the Avengers twice more as agents of the Mandarin and as founding members of the Lethal Legion. I might be wrong about when the Lethal Legion started because it's it's just different versions of Emissary Evil and Masters of Evil. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, I know the Lethal Legion did fight the uh, West Coast Avengers, but yes. Uh, Kind of one of those one of those names that gets brought up a lot, but they like they were just defeated like you know repeatedly. And the increasingly worried and disillusioned swordsmen abandoned their partnership and eventually reformed. Uh, ironically, dying in actions as a member of the uh, Avengers. And please don't ask me why he died. Okay, it's too much. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Jeez, okay. He definitely did get infected with a plant alien so he could uh so he can be the be one basically be space Jesus space plant oh. Jesus father. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of stuff going on there. Um, so pick yeah. one. Mm, Just no, pick they didn't one. no chill. No chill happened. <laughs> no two <laughs> zero chill. Yeah. Johnston, meanwhile, sank into obscurity. His powers seemed to gradually be fading, possibly because Zemo's machines were like tailored for to the physiology of Simon Williams as Power Man. Oh, sorry. sorry I, I mean Simon Williams, uh, and he was far more uh, who was far more consistently powerful as Wonder Man than Johnston was as Power Man. Uh, the public already mostly forgotten about Johnston. Uh, when the superhuman superhuman hero for hire Luke Cage began using the costume uh, costume alias Power Man, enraged by this unwitting slight, Johnston challenged Cage to a grudge match for the rights to the Power Man name, and then Cage just like beat him up real good, and he was just like, "Up, oh, I guess I'm not Power Man anymore. I am now Doc Worker," and he became a Doc Worker. Uh, <laughs> I have. A normal job. And then he was recruited by uh, crime lord uh, Count Nefaria's new Lethal Legion, all of whom had their powers boosted by Nefaria's uh, scientist, Kenneth Sturdy. But the boost proved temporary, and Nefaria siphoned away their energies and power himself, resulting in the enfeebled uh, Legion's swift defeat by the 
Avengers. Also, please don't ask me about Count Nefaria. Okay. Was that you know, most psychology? of the time I look forward. <laughs> no, most of the time I'm just like, wow, that sounds. I want to talk about this because I really like the character. I don't want to talk about Count Nefaria. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much going on there. <laughs> also, no chill. Like, not like in a good way. Too much going oh. on. Just like a oh. <clears throat> real cringe. No, no, it's just like, you know how people say they don't know how to get into comic books? Like, I yeah. look at it, just like, I understand why. <laughs> like, you know, so, sometimes, sometimes, like, I get lucidity, and I'm just like, yeah, this, this, this is dumb. This is dumb and awful, and why does they do it read comic books? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, reduced to like a tiny fraction of his former power, he returned to his old smuggling position or profession, adopting the less flamboyant and less imaginative uh, identity, uh, joining the Magia crime syndicate. Uh, Justin uh, head, headed his own small gang as a smuggler, but he was defeated and captured by Spider-Man. Agreeing to testify against Magia, he was kidnapped by Magia enforcers, but uh, escaped with the aid of Spider-Man, who delivered a seriously injured Johnston to police. Uh, and desperate to like regain his former might, he soon sought out uh, Carl Mollis, who restored Johnston's superhuman strength and durability, while infusing uh, Johnston with uh, pin particles, which gave him the power to grow to a gigantic size. Uh, dubbing himself Goliath, partially to avenge the theft of his power man title by stealing the alias of the of of the Avengers Goliath. Really he's real never got over that. <laughs> oh, you big wow. boy? Well me big boy. Me big God. big boy. Big boy. <clears throat> um uh Johnston uh then became like a major super criminal, uh prompting uh, abandoning Mollus uh since he no longer wanted to be anyone's minion. Uh but during skirmishes uh, with the new Western uh, Avengers roster, uh, Goliath uh, pushed his new powers beyond their limits and fell comatose. Uh, recovering somewhat, though his mind and body remained unstable, uh, he was defeated repeatedly by the Avengers. Once, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of that until he becomes a hero. By the way, uh, <laughs> not not a good time for our boy. <laughs> Yeah, just not a not a great time. Uh, I'm just trying to bounce back and just just gets beaten up around every corner. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. While uh, uh once while serving uh, the Lethal Legion, um, the new Lethal, a new Lethal Legion, joining the Masters of Evil. There's too many. Uh, they just have one name. Just franchise out one name. <laughs> The thing is that all of the Lethal Legion, Masters of Evil, and uh, and Mysterious of Evil, like they have a lot of the same members as well. It's just the people who's leading it, and like I, you could say, oh, Masters of Evil always had like a Zemo in front. No, not no, no, that's not right. Nope. No. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, but joining the Masters of Evil, assembled by new a new Baron Zemo. Heinrich's son, Helmut, who's also, by the way, a Nazi. Uh, yep. Uh, Goliath uh, participated in their occupation of Avengers Mansion, 
during which he and several others, uh, masters, beat Hercules nearly to death. Uh, when the Avengers retook the mansion, Goliath escaped, but lost uh, several subsequent battles with Spider-Man. Imprisoned in the vault, uh, Johnston participated in a mass escape attempt, foiled by the Avengers and Freedom Force. Uh, by this time, Johnston's iconic-powered uh, counterpart, Wonder Man, uh, was a successful celebrity as both a Avenger member and a Hollywood actor. Uh, oh. Just, like, growing just, like, real jelly of, uh, of Williams. Uh, he attacked Wonder <laughs> Man and was defeated. Uh, later acting as an agent of the size-changing size criminal Dr. Nemesis, uh, Goliath was again defeated by the new giant man, uh, Bill Foster, by the way. Goliath then lost the battle with the new Ant-Man, Scott Lang. Uh, when uh, Clint Barton, best known as Hawkeye, because he had several <laughs> things going on, <laughs> Too briefly, briefly resumed his own use of the Goliath identity and growth powers. Johnson fought with him for the rights of the name, but Barton defeated him with the aid of his wife, Mockingbird. Basically, like, uh, electrical discharge during fight exasperated uh, Johnson's growing uh, mental and physical instability, attracting the attention of uh, the extra-dimensional Cosmosians, whose realm was the source of most human-changing uh, size changers' powers. I know about them, I cannot explain them at all. Okay, that's fine. I guess it's like the Z, Z space from Animorphs, where like their extra mass and either comes from or goes uh, into. I think that's what it is. Remember okay. that one Animorphs book where they turned into mosquitoes and they got caught in Z space? Remember that one? That was fun. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Great. Good time. If we could, if it, like, I feel like if I if I had a couple of minor wishes, one of them would be, uh, I wish that. I would wish that Animorphs got more popular than Harry Potter. Yes, 100%. Just first off, a lot less... Well, the, okay, there was technically racism, but, like, in the Animorphs book, but, like, all of it was chosen, being said, like, yo, that's, like, real bad to not like these aliens that just, like... Like, I know they're doing bad, but also, like, not all of them are war criminals. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Also, those kids are war criminals. Yeah. Those kids did a lot of war crimes. They did. They sure did. And Jake, Jake and Marco and I'm guessing, who else went off into space to do more war crimes? Oh, God. Um, yeah. It was Jake and Marco. Was it Axe? Was it, I think it was Axe. Well, you know, they're also going to do more war crimes. Yeah. In space. It's what they're good at now. <laughs> yeah. They're good. They're good. Oh, my God. Uh, I love... Animorphs is such a good series. Okay, but yeah, so he was like real obsessed with uh, obsessed with uh, Simon Will Williams, and I already said that. So Goliath was defeated by I already said that after uh, battling uh, Wonder Man again during a, like a baffling deception staged by the demon Mephisto. Uh, Johnston was abducted by a criminal. Cosmosians and used as an unwitting pawn in their evasion of Earth. The evasion was uh, thwarted and Johnston rescued by the original giant man, Hank Pym, but Johnston was left in a coma and Johnston was later abducted by the Cosmosians authorities who tortured the intruder from beyond for his supposed crimes. 
until he was rescued by Helmut Zemo's uh, latest masters of evil, earning Zemo Johnston's uh, fanatical uh, loyalty. A lot of this is like, uh, it's still like kind of the beginning of the Thunderbolts, but he did join up to Thunderbolts, which is a team of, which started out as a team of villains pretending to be heroes when most of the like major heavy hitter villains, I mean, heroes were thought to be dead. Um, so yeah, he took up the, he got plastic surgery just like the rest of them. And, uh, took up the name Atlas. Um, oh. After a while, they were like, hey, most of us don't want to be villains anymore because being <laughs> heroes is like, it's kind of cool and rad. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's where this picks up at. Okay. So uh, the remaining Thunderbolts uh, continue to operate as a heroic team in the hopes of winning back public approval. Atlas was demoralized by his betrayal uh, of Dallas and Zemo and decided that uh, he was no good and fled back to uh, Madison. Uh, Once there, like Atlas learned that his super criminal reputation had uh, all but been destroyed by the Johnston family. (laughs) The locals like basically just like, Hey, your son sucks. (laughs) I'm not going to do any business with you. Your potatoes aren't even that good or whatever crop you grow. Well, they, they did that enough to bankrupt the, the farm, basically. <laughs> uh, and Eric's parents had uh, basically died penniless and heartbroken. Oh my uh, god! Yeah. Oh. His brother Carl had become a pathetic drunk, and his older brother uh, Conrad had moved away and changed his name. Uh, changed his name. Uh, he was, like, guilt-strucken, uh, and... He tried to protect Carl from like a local loan shark, but Carl was uh, fatally shot. And oh vowing God. to like never run away from his problems and responsibilities again, he rejoined the Thunderbolts, staying with them even after his old foe Hawkeye became the group's leader. Uh, Atlas was like suspicious and scornful of Hawkeye at first, but the Archer won his respect by protecting him from a vengeful uh, Hercules. With a good friend in Jolt and a strong leader in Hawkeye. Atlas found new purpose and contentment as a mainstay of the Thunderbolts. Now, fun fact. They did skip a lot. There's a whole thing. They skipped a lot of the Thunderbolts stuff <laughs> there. Oh. I understand why. I understand why, because uh, not all of it like deeply involved him. And we will get a lot more of it in our later ones, but they skipped a lot. But yeah, Jolt was basically a kid that joined. By kid, I mean like they were like, you know a teenager uh they joined up and but she wasn't a villain so they're trying to hide that he was she was a villain i mean that they're trying to hide that there were villains from her uh for a while and it caused a lot of wacky adventures and by wacky i mean mostly helmet doing you know bad stuff Mm -hmm. because he's a nazi yeah yeah and we don't allow that around here no uh, unfortunately, like he still like nursed doubts about his own worthiness, about the team's uh, chances of success, and doubts uh, that intensified after Scourge, Jack Monroe, seemingly killed Jolt. Uh, these doubts grew even stronger after Atlas was repaid by Mankiller, who was Katrina Von Horn, a fellow's uh, Masters of Evil veteran whom he befriended in hopes that she might reform, reform as he did. Now, 
fun fact, Count Nefaria is back. Uh, and he was mind controlling uh, Wonder Man into like attacking Atlas. And Man Killer uh... then, Man Killer then abandoned Johnston during the battle and fled, mocking like Eric's naivete. It was just like, haha, you're you're a loser. Boo. Ooh. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, defeated and abducted by Wonder Man, Atlas fell under Nefaria's like mental control as well. And his ionic powers were augmented in the pro- uh, process. As Nefarious Pawns, Atlas and Wonder Man like battled the Avengers and Thunderbolts until they were freed from Nefarious control. Uh, Wonder Man and Atlas then absorbing the energy of an ionic bomb which Nefaria hoped to mutate the entire world. Uh, Nefaria's plans were, like, thwarted, but Eric's body was, like, you know, just real overcharged by all the surplus ionic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was put in a stasis while the Thunderbolts, you know, came to cure his condition. But during an attack on their Mount uh, Shateris headquarters by Scourge, a feverish Atlas, like, burst out of his biochamber, growing to an impossibly huge size. And experience experiencing uh, incredible physical agony. Oh. He wasn't able to like contain all of his bodily energies or control his growth spurts, oh. and he realized he was a danger to the population nearby of uh, Burton Canyon, and decided oh. to die rather than uh, threaten innocence, allowing himself to like explode despite the protests of a newly resurrected little sister, Jolt. So Dallas O'Riordan. Politically disgraced in the, uh... Yeah, get wrecked. That's why. That's what you get for being named after a city. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah, she was uh, disgraced by the revelations of Thunderbolt's true identity. She lost her job in the mayor's office and became, like, the latest citizen V. Uh, ah. Chief uh, field chief operative of the V Battalion Converted Organization. Covert Organization. As Citizen V, she encountered the Thunderbolts as both an adversary and an ally, until she was uh, fired by the V Battalion and crippled during a battle with the Crimson Cow. And that is Justine Hammer. Crimson oh, Cow. Yeah. okay. Uh, con- confined to a wheelchair, Reardon uh, returned to civilian life, only to find herself seemingly haunted by the ghost of Eric Johnston. In reality, like he survived as like energy filled. <laughs> Because that's how oh, that works. Oh, God. It's like yeah. Ulysses Claw. It's like time. so many characters, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah. A lot of people <laughs> have become pure energy and survived something. It's like just die. Wonder Man multiple times. <laughs> On, <laughs> so. At this point, just dying is the original thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, he was basically trying to return to the physical world, uh, drawn to Dallas because of his love for her. Uh, just as like a disembodied Wonder Man once resurrected through his love for the Scarlet Witch, I, that I think that is happening during Force Works, the the comic I'm reading on Unlimited Marvel Unlimited that I don't really like that much. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, uh, <clears throat> he quote unquote died. There was like some rogue Cree pirates who like Ooh. basically. He he basically like saved the earth by absorbing a bunch of ionic energy and it overloaded him and he was just like boom. Basically the same thing Johnston did. Oh, okay. <laughs> same thing Alice yeah. did. Yeah. Overden sought aid from the Avengers who advised her regarding Johnston's conditions. 
but they could not like fully resurrect Atlas. Instead, Eric's energies and consciousness soon inhabited the body of Dallas Reardon herself, restoring her mobility and in- endowing her with superhuman powers where Eric's consciousness took over their shared form. That was interesting. Also, was that gender affirming at all? Everything I always want to ask, <laughs> was it gender affirming? Because here's the thing. You could be straight as straight can be, but like, you know, see, see, if, see if you are, you know, just see if you are. You can play yeah. around with gender and be a, a cishet. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people are just like, yo, it turns out my mom was right. She didn't misgender <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So, yeah. But I just want to know if that was gender affirming at all. So yeah. they won't probably talk about that too much. Maybe they did. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, I think the only book that was maybe talking about stuff like that at this point, weirdly enough, almost the same deal. Uh, but a negative man or well, negative well, Remus, I should say, uh, in Doom Patrol and the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they didn't have they didn't have a word for they didn't have a word for like uh, non-binary, so they did call they did call the negative spirit and human uh, hermaphrodite for a while because they didn't yes. have a word. But yeah. it was you know they they it's fine. Uh, you know it's kind of it's fine. Uh, you know what they mean. Uh, yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. That was an interesting time. Uh, I remember if I'm remembering properly. Uh, this new Reardon uh, Johnston incarnation of Atlas helped the Thunderbolts oppose the would-be conqueror Gravitron. Oh my god, I don't look forward to look, talking about Gravitron either. <laughs> who oh, already slaughtered no. most of the who already slaughtered most of the uh, government sponsored sponsored Thunderbolts inspired Redeemers super team. Including uh, Eric's long lost brother uh, Conrad trying to redeem the Johnson family. Oh uh, no! With the new name smuggler uh, being the new smuggler. Uh, in the end, Gravitron was seemingly killed by the, they seemingly killed the Thunderbolts, including Rurston Johnston Atlas, who was like hurled into the Franklin Richards created uh, Counter Earth. Since uh, that world had been devastated by like a uh, series of disasters, the new Thunderbolts, well, the Thunderbolts began building and becoming like its leading heroes, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, you know, they were became heroes because of the Avengers not being there now, yeah. now on counter earth. So, yeah, but um, I have not read this part. I've not read this part. <laughs> I will say it. Uh, like I, I stopped reading around this part, uh, so yeah, I have no idea uh, what's going to be happening from here. Actually, oh. I'm lying. I have no, I have some ideas, but but yeah, I was uh, well informed up until that point. In the process, Eric and Dallas uh, grew comfortably content with their new shared of existence as Atlas, enjoying this unique form of intimacy. Yes, he did like it. It was gender affirming. Okay, cool. He became more content. Condi- he became more content and optimistic than before, buoyed by Dallas's spirit and her faith in him. Eventually, while saving Counter-Earth from an all-consuming void, the Thunderbolts were hurled back to their native Earth. And during these events, uh, Eric and Dallas were split into two separate beings. 
Ironically, Eric was now a normal human, while Dallas, who regained her form ability, had, like, her powers, her physical abilities enhanced to subhuman levels. However, Eric regained his growth power after his teammate, the Fixer, uh, Ebersol, uh, infused him with pin particles. So. Ooh, the Fixer. So, so he's still Big Big Boy. Big Boy! Yay! Still Big Boy. Uh, Return to Big Boy. Hopefully less painful this time. <laughs> I think he gets a little bit of a break. Okay, okay, because last time sounded terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's where we're ending uh, part one of this. Wow. So what do you that, think? Damn, about- Atlas has a lot going on. Yeah, he, he has one of those glow-ups, you know? This is the reason why you can bring just about any character back and turn him into a big character. Like, Nice. Look at this. He was just, a, he was just like a... He was like a B-lister, like a top-class henchman, basically, but like a B-lister for most for like most of his career before the nineties. And then someone picked him up, put him in a book, and said, "Hey, you now have character arcs now." Congratulations! Then, yeah, so. you can be a person now. And when I, that happens, you get some fun characters a lot of times. Yeah, like on one hand, I feel very bad for him, but also like, bro, you keep hanging out with Nazis. Stop hanging out with Nazis. Well, he's not hanging out with Nazis now. That's true. He has moved out of that. That's good. And I feel like I feel like he done most of the work you need to do to apologize for hanging out with fascists. That's true. Because it is possible to be a reformed fascist. It's just you have to actually put in the work. You just have to work <laughs> really, really hard for it. <laughs> yeah. That being said, we will uh, go into part two. And finish this up. So, yeah. uh, can you do can you do the plug for the thing we do? Yeah, you should totally go check out the other podcast that Art and I do. It is called Over in Smith. It's where we read the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft, and usually we do an audio book of what we read as well. Most of the time, it's a commentary over it. Sometimes the stories are too racist to be an audiobook and sometimes they're too boring to be an audiobook and sometimes they're both let me tell you those are the worst but we still read them we still make fun of them um we as of recording this episode of alphabet fight we just finished over in smith or shadow over in smith so that's exciting uh but yeah yeah, go check it out over in smith is what it's called uh yeah if you want to support me i have all the links in the description for patreon and the social medias and whatnot. Uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and uh, may contradict you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye.